0: And we're back with Rogue Sounds and Jeffrey Riley and Josh Gross discuss live music events in the region.
1: This month, it's a rare treat. I got Josh Gross actually in the studio once again. Good to see you. Good to be seen, Jeffrey. So nice to, you know, be in a face-to-face, not uh, just phone-to-phone. It is, uh, it is good to have that indeed. It's also good to see all the music acts you have this month, including a fair amount of outdoor stuff, which is, uh, you know, we've been working up to this for a while.
2: June, somewhat famous for nice weather. Indeed.
1: So uh, we get right into, actually, as long as we're talking about Outdoor acts, we start with, uh, with the Brit Festival in Jacksonville on yeah, June 11th.
2: Brit's got some good gets this year. They uh, they they scored a few big ones. Yeah, Diana Ross coming, I noticed, on uh, yeah, Juneteenth. You know, sometimes I'm impressed that people are still going out and touring in that age, and you should take the chance to see them. Uh, like, Diana Ross is genuinely a legend for a reason and one of those reasons is that she's will she's still out there doing it yeah, you know, yeah it's so. pretty
1: amazing but uh, so that that'll be june 19th not part of our list this week instead we start with uh, shaky graves so yeah. let's uh, let's get that sound going
0: yeah my god hey, you not
1: Okay, those little instrumental interludes indicated that you gave me a major uh, difficulty this month in trying to figure out which parts of songs to include because there's some yummy sounds coming out of the instruments, some yummy sounds coming out of the vocals, just just all that stuff. Well, I
2: we got to make you work for it a little, Jeffrey. Yeah, Come truly. on, you know. I mean, sometimes I don't want you to actually listen to the whole song, not just like hit play and go like, ah, <laughs> hey, you talk. I don't want. I've been doing this too long. I don't care anymore. You sound so much like me. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's my impression of you. Uh, <laughs> so, Shaky Graves, uh, Austin guy. Uh, you know. I think Shaky Graves is really emblematic of kind of something that you and I have talked about a bunch on this show, which is the idea of sort of like new folk music or sort of like modern Americana, where it's like you can very clearly hear, you know, the Americana influence and that sort of like what, you know, American traditional roots music, the sort of stuff that goes back to like the South, Southern blues, all that sort of thing. But that it has a thoroughly modern sensibility and really sort of straddles those two worlds in a way that doesn't make it feel like... You know, like you're listening to Hank Williams or, or Woody Guthrie or something where you're like, oh, ah, OK, yeah, I get it. You know, this land is our land, whatever. You know, <laughs> Go tell it on the mountain, sir. I get, you know, like because don't get me wrong. I love both those artists. I love all that old music. But I mean, for a lot of people, they just hear it and they hear something old and you hear shaky graves and it's really hard to hear it and to not say, oh, this is something new. And, you know, that is a rare sort of skill to be able to straddle those two worlds and to, you know, make it exciting and engaging. And I think so there's, you know, Austin is a famously weird town, so it's sort of marinating in that kind of vibe. And I think he brings a bit of like a sort of psych rock, you know, like background. And, you know, it's oftentimes people who grew up in like outsider rock communities or something like that, but then decided, hey, you know what? I just like playing some some old folk tunes, but I'm going to make them sp- my way, do them my way, you know? And I think he really does a great job with that.
1: Yeah, the Austin sound was an interesting thing to find out about because I, I first heard... Uh, uh, you know, keep Portland weird, living in Oregon, and then I heard keep Austin weird.
2: I believe keep Portland weird was actually uh, the lifted from. Oh, it's, from, it's a, it was, it's I believe it's it was derivative. originally it was keep Austin weird. I mean, uh, please, don't nobody like fact check me on that, but I, I, I'm. I believe that was it. was started in Austin and they just grabbed that and ported it over to Portland.
1: Okay, so Shaky Graves uh, from Austin playing Brit on the 11th of June. Let's move up to uh, Frank Ray playing the Rogue Music Fest, which is a big deal, but we'll get to that in a second. Let's hear Frank
0: first. There's a westbound train from Jackson, Mississippi. There's a midnight plane here. trail path from a back road in Oklahoma. There's some taillights dancing across the sand. And they're out in Arizona. Cause every time you run,
1: Frank is part of a major lineup there for this Rogue Music Fest, uh, yeah. which was known by different names in years past, but still at the Expo in Central Point.
2: Yeah, I mean, for it's, it, it, they should probably call it the Rogue Country Music Fest. It's primarily pop country, and I don't mean that as a slam or anything like that. This, this is some some of the best songwriters working in the business, some of the best performers. Personally, I love, I am nuts for the sound of pedal steel guitar, and you got a little bit of that old crying guitar there in Mr. Mm-hmm. Frank Ray. Uh, Frank Ray has the sort of dubious honor of playing at this huge festival that is headlined by some genuine superstars like Carrie Underwood. And this poor schmuck has to play dead first at, like, 1.30 in the afternoon uh, when, like, people are still probably try- trying to park their car if they're even coming at that point. And I just want to make a plea for going to see the opening band. Like, I think Frank Ray's got some great tunes. He's got some interesting stuff. He's on the come up. Uh, You know, and... Pop country is, you know, I guess to everybody's taste, but mostly I think it's important to go see the opening bands because, you know, Carrie Underwood was an opening band at one point, you know, and people probably said, well, call me when the opening act's done. I want to go there to see Sawyer Brown or whoever. Right. And then they would have missed seeing it before, you know, on that small stage or back when it was intimate. And, or back when it meant something, when you could say like, oh, man, I went to see this not because I already knew what it was, but because I just connected with the music. And you never really know the the opening acts of today are the superstars of tomorrow. And you should take a chance and see something that you might not that you might not have known about anyway, because that's the whole point of going to something like a music festival. I still think about the very the band that played very first on Warp Tour in 1996, like literally like 11 a.m. And, you know, the headliners are at like 9 p.m. Uh, and it's still one of my favorite groups. I still think about them to this day because their drummer was so good. It just haunts me. And they just that was kind of it. They didn't really do a whole lot after that. But I still have that record and I love it because it just blew my mind so much. You could have that opportunity with Frank Ray, and I, I encourage you to go and see the opening bands.
1: And there's a pitch. See the opening bands. So Frank Ray will be part of the Rogue Music Festival on uh, June 17th at the uh, at the Jackson County Expo. We move out of the country realm now, and we hear from a band called Star Over Blue. called parlor trick, and I guess the, the, the trick it kind of played on me is even though this, this song does dip into the minor chords every so often, the minor keys, I still found myself smiling. There's just something so rich in the texture of that
2: yeah, song. Yeah, you get the warm and the fuzzies and the feels from that one. Uh, Star of a Blue is really great music to just sort of like stand and sway to. You know, uh, they've just got this really masterful ability to create the sort of dreamy you know, sort of nostalgia vibe where it's, it's and it's named nostalgia of like a like oh this is a thing that I experienced previously and I'm reminded of it. It's more like it just uh, is it evocative of a sort of like a a vibe or a time that feels like nostalgic, and it really uh it's rare how good they are just sort of summoning that vibe from the ether. We, I've seen them before. Uh they they played at Brick Room in Ashland uh once or twice and you know they just they're a Portland band so they're just sort of like you know do Northwest tours a little bit. But really like great tunes, great vibe. A lot of fun, real dreamy, and also, you know, you don't see a lot. Uh, Their front woman, as I remember, plays a tenor guitar, and you don't see a lot of pe- people playing electric tenor. So I always think that's a, that's a. I'm in, I'm into weird instruments, you know. So like, you got you got the trifecta, you got cool songs, you got a cool sound, you got weird instruments. I you can't go wrong.
1: I don't even know what a tenor guitar is. It's a, it's a it's a
2: four string guitar, and you know, and they're oftentimes um, tuned. In, you know, the tuning is less standard. It's kind of like whatever the tuning is, whatever you decide. Take a big
1: ukulele or mandolin tuning or anything uh, te- you want, really.
2: It's technically it's sort of the same as like it's like a steel string baritone ukulele. Um, but you very re- you don't see them very often as electrics. You more commonly see them as acoustics. They're very common in like, you know, bluegrass bands and stuff like that. But you don't really see them uh, electric very often. Um, But it's the thing is, it's four strings, four fingers. So it oftentimes allows people to do more interesting chord voicings because they're not having to worry about the extra strings or, you know, the other <laughs> stuff. And that since because the tunings are not as unified, it kind of opens up whole worlds of harmonic possibilities. So anytime you see someone playing like something like an electric tenor, you're like, uh-oh, it's on now, you know?
1: Well, I'm going to Wikipedia just to, just to <laughs> check this out, so thanks for that. Josh Gross is back with us on another edition of Rogue Sounds here on the Jefferson Exchange. Star Over Blue will be at the dip in Reading on the 16th of June. We move on now to a band called Blurry Stars. <laughs> best I could do in coming up with a web description for this month's edition of Rogue Sounds was to say we'll have some country and we'll have some not country.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's that's America, really. (laughs) We got some country, we got some not country.
1: So what can you tell us about Blurry Stars coming uh, to Johnny B's in Medford on June 14th? Yeah,
2: Blurry Stars, uh, cool. is a, a recording project. Um, I'm a fella in L.A. You know, like many people just weathered the pandemic doing recording alone and uh, then decided to put the band together afterwards and now started hitting the road doing it. And the thing I think is cool about this band is there's sort of a resurgence in really in like lo-fi garage pop. And garage pop's like, you know, I feel like it's a reaction against sort of everything in art is sort of reaction against whatever is happening at the time and there's like an overly processed overly glossy like vibe everything is computers everything is perfect everything comes perfectly packaged and Ikea minimalistic and I think there's a there's an urge for like a little bit of messiness a little bit of lo-fi a little bit of sort of like grid and edge and what I find fascinating and so you've seen a, like a lot of garage bands when, when I say garage I don't mean bands that practice in the garage more just that it has a sort of lower five vibe you know reminiscent of very early rock and roll but what's kind of interesting about the, the modern vibe is that there it's really they're focused more on pop, where you really have very strong pop melodies and some interesting elements of pop production. But they're deliberately kind of keeping it a little nasty, just in the recording fidelity, just because they it's like a it's an aesthetic choice, not necessarily like oh we didn't know how to do it right.
1: <laughs> it's not the broken speaker paper. It's the we no. made it sound like this on purpose. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. It's the it's the I listen to vinyl, not you know streaming, for a reason. It's mm-hmm. because it's got a, like a certain v- sound or a vibe to it that just sort of feels more honest, or it feels you know like more. Uh, representative and, and these guys are doing some cool stuff with it so, you know, some some cool tunes
1: that is Blurry Stars Johnny B's in Medford on June 14th our final act to talk about on this month's Rogue Sounds is Twisted Pine you've got
0: such a soft
1: This one, I actually looked up the lyrics on to make sure we were safe. And then I found out she's singing to a papaya. The smooth skin is on a papaya.
2: Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, the song is called Papaya. (laughs) It's kind of a dead giveaway right up there. (laughs) But
1: (laughs) you never know if it's a, you know, if it's a metaphor for something else. Yeah,
2: I mean, she may really love peaches and like shaking trees. You don't know.
1: (laughs) All right, just a few seconds left. What can you tell us about uh, Twisted Pine? Twisted
2: Pine, a string band out of Boston who just said, you know what? forget genre we're gonna do what we want they just started throwing everything in the pot and it came out like this I mean this was a bluegrass band and now it's a like whatever they feel like it band but with a bluegrass lineup and it's generated some really interesting some song choices and some really interesting arrangements as I think we could hear from this obviously some interesting lyrical choices you know why why sing about the mountains when you can sing to a papaya
1: you, you know? can yeah. indeed papaya yeah. you love know, whatever like you want it's the modern face. age yeah. <laughs> there are no rules there is no <laughs> genre quick list again shaky graves at Brit on June 11th Frank Ray of the Rogue Music Fest at the Expo in Central Point, June 17th, Star Over Blue at the Dip in Redding on the 16th of June, Blurry Stars at Johnny B's in Medford on the 14th of June, and Twisted Pine at the Jefferson Center for the Arts in Mount Shasta on June 18th. Josh Gross, thanks as always.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Jeffrey.